Are you an aspiring creative in entertainment, business, fashion, design, or the arts? Do you want to elevate your creative passion project to the next level? Then this show is for you. Whether you want a career in television, film, radio, literature, music, or beyond, Creative Breakthrough will show you how to take your dreams and turn them into reality. This show will not only leave you feeling motivated and inspired, but also provide you real-life tools to pursue the creative journey you have always wanted. I'm your host, creative coach, and chicken wing lover, Shireen Kassab, a.k.a. The Funny Brown Girl. Yes, I have an unhealthy obsession with chicken wings. Now, get ready to flex your creative muscle. Welcome back to another episode of The Creative Breakthrough. I'm your host, Shireen Kassam. Hey, quick, two quick announcements before we get started this week. One, I have been invited to come to Nairobi, Kenya at the end of April to speak about creativity. So if you live in Nairobi, Kenya, please reach out to me. There's enough of you. We can maybe schedule a meetup or a lunch or something. I'm also going to head down to Cape Town and Johannesburg to do some comedy. So if you live in those areas, also please reach out to me. I'd love to meet you all second announcement. I'm so grateful and so honored and so excited how many of you have been listening to my podcast, how many of you have been sharing it, just the overwhelming gratitude of like people actually listening to what I have to say. I can't thank you enough. And a lot of you listened to my last episode, how to promote yourself. And I appreciate you sharing it with your friends and then reaching out to me with questions. And so many of you reached out to me with questions and I hope I answered all of you and it made sense. But one thing I did realize while I was answering these questions, that I did not put in the episode was your social media handle, whether it's Twitter or Instagram, or even your email needs to resonate with your name. It needs to be easy to remember and easily uh, resonate with who you are. So for example, if somebody sees you on stage and they know your name, they should easily be able to find you on social media or Instagram. So don't make your your handles so complicated. You also want to do this because say you're at a show or an art show or a music, music party or whatnot, and someone's like, hey, I want to follow you on Instagram, and you give them your handle, and they don't do it right away. They're not going to remember, but they may remember your name from the flyer and then try to find you backwards and still not be able to find you. So make sure you keep it simple. Same with your emails. Emails are really tricky sometimes. You'll be surprised how many people have a really hard time with emails. So make sure your email just resonates with your name. If you already have an email address with a lot of numbers in it and hyphens, just create a second email. Um, if you do it on Gmail, you can connect your two email addresses and that way you can only just check one email box. So definitely look into that, okay? So this week, as I said, I wanna talk to you all about creative anxiety. The idea of, do you struggle getting to work are you afraid to show your work to others? Do you believe that your work is not good enough? This is what I mean by creative anxiety. Some people call it self-doubt. Others call it your inner critic. Now, some of you may be mistaking this creative anxiety as just not having enough time to work on your passion or even being a parent or just not feeling ready to get started. Creative anxiety can stop a project before it even begins. Anxiety is self-protection. That's what it's there for. It's to protect you from failing. We start to question our passion and our work. We also start to overthink our art and what will people like. This is more detrimental when we start to care more about what people will like. When you start to produce art that people will like versus art that you're passionate about, this is creative anxiety. This is self-doubt. This is your inner critic saying, don't do what you're passionate about. Do what we think others will like. 
this is harder and harder to stop doing because with social media, we want to create content for likes. We are always looking for how many likes will we get? How many views will we get? Will our numbers go up? And we're not creating art for ourselves anymore. And I won't lie. I fall into this trap. Like when I was creating YouTube videos, it was always like watching a bunch of videos that went viral and then trying to recreate them. And, and it was funny because when I wanted to create my own art, it didn't resonate as well, but that's when I felt the most happiest. And so you have to be comfortable with putting your own art out there. So today I want you to realize two things. I want you to realize you're not alone when you have creative anxiety. And two, almost all creatives struggle with this. Many of us still do, but we've learned how to come to terms with it and how to work around it. It's a muscle you have to learn how to flex and strengthen so that you can overcome this. So a couple steps to help you with this. One, identify why you're feeling what you're feeling and why is it? So what is it exactly that you're feeling? What is causing this sense of anxiety? Is it that you're afraid of failing? Is it that your work will suck? Is it that people will laugh at you? Make a list of everything standing in your way that's making you avoid focusing on your creative passion. For example, here's my list, okay? My jokes aren't funny. No one will laugh. People will think I suck. I won't book more dates. If I don't book more dates, I will never survive as a comedian. And on and on and on. Okay, so my inner critic is a British woman with a bad British accent. But if you, th- if you heard what I said, okay, I got these thoughts out of my head and onto paper, and now I can see how silly some of these sound, right? Like, I mean, let's start with number one. My jokes aren't funny. That's my creative anxiety. My jokes aren't funny. If I fix that one, then the rest of them would all be fixed too, right? Because if my jokes aren't funny, that's why no one will laugh. People will think I suck and I won't book more dates. But if my jokes are funny, then people will laugh and people won't think I suck and I will book more dates. You see how you have to just turn it around? So like instead of just moping around feeling anxious that I'm not funny, I should just focus on being funny. I should spend that time writing jokes until I think they're funny instead of sitting around just being scared to even start. Now, when you start writing down the things that you're feeling and why you may also realize that what's holding you back is really small and like and I don't want to I don't want to minimize it but silly so I'll give you another example I always had to take art classes right throughout middle school and high school you have to take art classes and I used to get super anxious about going to art class because I hated I just hated going. There was no reason that I could think of in that moment. I just was always like super nervous and anxious that I was going to get criticized, which I never did. But I realized that that criticism I carried over from childhood because when I was a kid, my parents would entertain a lot of people. And when they would entertain, they would sit us in in the corner with coloring books. And that's how they kept us occupied. And I loved coloring books and I would love, I just loved coloring in general. And there was this woman that we would always invite to the house and she would always come and watch me color. And then she would get upset at me and say, Sharon, you can't color outside the lines. You've got to stay inside the lines. Why is that so difficult for you? And then she would take my crayon and show me. And I realized that I carried that with me all the way through high school. And that's what was making me anxious. And so you just got to step back and say, oh my God, Shereen, that was so silly. Like you let one woman dictate your rest of your artistic career? What if I was a creative and what if I was going to make great art coloring outside the lines? Who is she to tell me? So what I'm trying to say is identify what you're feeling and then work backwards and see how can you fix that? How can you solve for that issue? Okay. Step number two, understand why you're pursuing your creative passion. Why did you start along this path? Did someone tell you to start doing what you're doing? Probably not. 
I mean, I don't know any guidance counselor who's going to sit you down and say that you should go be a musician or a comedian or a dancer. No, they're always going to tell you to go do something reasonable with your life. Like go be a nurse or a doctor or a lawyer. You most likely chose to pursue this creative passion. And that's a big step. You're trying something completely new, something risky. Of course, you're anxious. And on top of that, you have to share this passion with others. That's super scary. Like you're putting yourself out there. But at the end of the day, remember, you started this because you wanted to, not because someone said you should. So why do you want to make art? Why did you start? Does it move you? Does it give your life meaning? Does it feed your soul? Does it enrich your life? You have to remind yourself why you started. Every time you feel anxious, what got you to this point? Why are you here today even listening to this episode on creative anxiety? What is it that got you even started to be a creative? And then let that fuel you. Let that fuel your art. Step three, lower your expectations of yourself. I am being a total hypocrite when I say this, but stop being so hard on yourself. I fall into this trap all the time. I have a vision about my art and where it's going to take me. And sometimes that doesn't align with my reality. Or I put out content that doesn't do well as I imagined. I expected more views or more likes or more comments or more downloads or something. And I didn't get it. But my expectations are already so high that obviously I'm never going to get there because I just keep thinking like I can do better and I can do better and I can do better. And at a certain point, like that's just not the way reality works. We have to be okay with that. We have to give ourselves props that we even took the first step of making the art and then releasing it, which is more than others are doing. I mean, think about it. If you are putting out YouTube videos or you're putting out podcasts or you're putting out whatever art you're putting out, Think about how many other people are thinking about doing it, but are not doing it. So you're already one step ahead of them, okay? Our society puts so much pressure on us not to make mistakes. We as a society are impatient and we want instant gratification. But what we need to do is be self-accepting and understand that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to go slow. It's okay to progress up the anthill or the molehill or whatever the phrase is. We don't have to get to the top right away. It's okay to take time. It's okay that if you stumble, you'll still make it. If you recognize your fears as listed in step one, if you recognize what it is that you're feeling and why, and then you confront them and then keep moving forward, this is where real progress will take place. And if your inner critic tells you that you're not good enough to continue, hush it. And if your inner critic tells you you're not good enough to continue, go tell it to fly a kite. Because how are you going to get better if you don't keep putting in the time and effort? Your inner critic is holding you down when you should be rising. We all should be rising. So tell your brain to hush it and keep pushing. Keep moving forward. Keep trying. Keep putting out content. Keep hustling. And your time will come. Step four, calm yourself down if you need to. What do I mean by this? It's okay that for you to get into your creative space or your creative bubble or that environment, it's okay if you need to pour yourself a glass of wine or light some candles or eat a chocolate bar. Some of you might need to take a long shower to clear your mind or go for a run. Find what works for you and implement it in your creative process. For me, I've learned that I spend the full day in the office. By the time I come home around seven, I'm stressed out and overwhelmed. The last thing I want to think about is being creative. I also struggle with anxiety and I have a hard time leaving it at work. So one of the things that I've, heard, I've learned about and studied and how, learned how to utilize in my daily regimen is CBD. CBD is a safe, non-psychoactive substance that relaxes and calms the body. 
It is the cousin of THC, the stuff in weed, except CBD is legal in all 50 states and doesn't make you high. Instead, CBD helps calm me down, helps me breathe, and helps me restart my evening on a positive note. I love the CBD gummies. CBD gummies are basically gummy bears with CBD in it, and it does the trick. It it gives me my sugar craving, it gives me my relaxation, and it helps me get started writing right when I get home from work. If you're interested in learning more, check out mypaincenter.com. Again, that's mypaincenter.com. It's a website that I created that has all the resources and education that you need to know about CBD. It's something that I started because I had a passion for understanding more about this substance. When someone told me that it would help me with my creative anxiety, and I also struggled from pain and stress, they said, um, they were like, this will help you. But there was so much out there that I didn't know where to start. So I created this website and hopefully it'll bring you guys some uh, relief as well. And lastly, number six, join communities of like-minded people. Facebook is a great place to start. And I think I've mentioned this in many episodes. I'm a huge fan of Facebook groups, okay? Join communities of creatives in your field or in your city. Read their posts because every time I read somebody's post in one of these groups, I learn something. I literally will be like, oh, I had no idea. Or I feel more motivated because like somebody will post about a new contest or a competition or even an audition, You may also find new resources or books to check out, upcoming events to showcase your creativity, or even new friends. You can also listen to podcasts that could inspire you, like this one, wink, wink, or read. Pick up a book by your favorite author or even a book on creativity. All these ideas can help you discover something new that may inspire you to create something that's been blocked up. In the end, remember, when you finally put out your masterpiece, whether it's a novel or a new song, You will have made mistakes along the way. You will have tripped and slipped. You will have started over a hundred times, but now you have something amazing to share with the world. You, because you told your inner critic to hush. You told it that you wanted to keep continuing and you did. So it's all possible. You just need to get started. So go grab a glass of wine or go grab some CBD gummies or go for a run, clear your mind. And then when you get back, I want you to open up your computer or your journal or whatever you use, your sketch pad and start creating because you have what it takes to do it. And your inner critic is just trying to hold you back. So tell it to go away and get started. You with me? Yes. Now. I want you to go flex your creative muscle and keep winning. Hey, before you hit pause, did you find this episode helpful and enjoyable? If so, could you leave an Apple podcast, aka iTunes review? It'll take you less than one minute and mean the world to me. The more ratings and reviews the show gets, the more people are able to find this podcast. If you're unsure how to leave a review, no worries. If you're on your iPhone or iPad, go to the homepage of this show and scroll down to write a review. Click on it and you'll be able to rate and review the show. If you're on a Mac from iTunes, go to the show homepage and on the top, click ratings and reviews. Also, please subscribe to get the latest episodes once they drop. If you enjoyed the episode and know someone who would love it, please share. From your iPhone, click on the icon with three dots and then share via social media, email or text. If you want to hear more, head over to funnybrowngirl.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me online. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Funny Brown Girl. Also, sign up for my free newsletter for more tips to advance your creative journey at funnybrowngirl.com forward slash subscribe. And again, if you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Now, go flex your creative muscle and keep winning. Thank you for listening. See you next week.